10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, From the soon-to-be-finished Get Tech Studio 2.0, Talking and Get Tech podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Talking Gaming and Tech. We are back here again on a Wednesday at 6 o'clock. We have a number of topics this week, including a follow-up to the Discord story a couple of weeks ago, all three or four weeks ago. Uh, Sony news, actually a bunch of Sony news, and rumors from Microsoft Store. Call of Duty being nuked. Um and a new Kickstarter retro console thing, whatever you want to call it. And on the other side of the podcast this week, we are going to get into stories of one of the actual, uh, an actual impressive trailer. Well, it's kind of a trailer. It's more of a snippet of the movie, I guess you could say, of Mortal Kombat, which comes out this Friday. Uh, we also got a bunch of reveals from Apple's just announced new iPad Pros, their whole colorful thing. They're back in with their colorful uh, Polaroid revealed its smallest ever analog instant camera. Uh, and we actually got a, because obviously they're screening. Uh, they're doing like private screenings right now of Ghostbusters. Um, and Ernie Hudson actually was one of the people that was actually originally was watched it. He was like, he was really impressed with it. So we'll get into it. We'll get into that. Love, like, because that's one movie I've been, oh my God, I've been waiting forever to come out. Feels like anyway. Mm been waiting forever oh my god movies and, are so bad these days that i just don't care about and, and the fact that like i was like bill murray is just like one of my favorite actors and he said like it felt like the original the shoot in the first movie so i cannot wait but we'll get into that in the second half uh, so before we get into all those topics what in the heck has everybody been playing this week or if you've picked up any new games recently I've been playing put together stuff for other people to play. Ooh, well. And it's been fun. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I've been working on D&D stuff as usual, like refining everything mm -hmm. for each week. Um, Watching a lot of wrestling. Other than that, nothing really. Hmm. Oh, and trolling people on the internet because it's always fun. But mainly just putting together D&D stuff. You guys are in a heated uh, boss fight. Oh, yeah, we are. I'm a little worried, given what I know about the fight, but we'll see what we'll see how stuff pans out. Hmm. You guys are just, you're in some shit. And I'm hoping my, my balance is not as bad as I'm worried, worried it might be. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, Bazinga. Uh, I got my couch. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's starting to feel like home now. Uh, so I got the couch, I got the washer and dryer, I got a rug. So it's it's just starting to everything's starting to finish. And then you know I, all I got in here was we got some art to hang up and some soundproofing and stuff like that. So it gets rid of the echo. But uh, well, it's been good. I played some. Uh, I played some Warzone, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. With this whole thing, and. Uh, that's about it. I've been playing a few rounds of Call of Duty multiplayer myself. Uh, so, I've been mostly because obviously since I pointed out earlier, like obviously the 
first season of GSL this year is going on, so I've been actually paying attention. Like every Tuesdays and Thursdays when that airs, um, and the ASL also has been happening on season eleven, which is actually StarCraft one. So, oh yeah, GSL, GSL and ASL. <laughs> Forgot yeah. about that shit. I've been I've been watching some GSL. Um, yeah, GSL and ASL, and obviously, and it's really interesting because obviously like a number of players like TY and stuff like are all going to the military after this. Um, who's it? Zest is going into the military. Um, so and but then, like in like a year or so, I think it's next year. There's a bunch of people that were used to play that are coming back, and there was in this year there was a bunch of people that have went to the military and came back, like Dorangu. He came back. Dom Rangu, not Dorangu. Dorangu. Anyway. Dorangu. Yeah. Anyway, Dorangu. That legendary player, Dorangu. <laughs> Dorangu. Um. No, and then they because it's interesting because before they used to make this whole thing that oh once they go in the military they're never coming back to um, esports and this was like it was it was just something that was kind of I guess said and people just thought that's how it was going to go and that's actually not the case and nor is it the case like oh when they reach a certain age they're not going to be in esports no <laughs> people yeah but that's also that's also because of the flux of players coming in too it's a lot. The influx of players is a lot lower. No, it's not. It's actually yes, a lot it is, higher. dude. No, it's not. That's why they make a big deal when one new person shows up to the GSL this year. They're like, "Hey, we got this new guy, Percival. He just—he's the only new guy," because there's not enough good pro players no. coming up anymore. Well, no, okay. There's oh, there's a lot of new players, but to make it into the GSL is something else. Exactly, because the influx of good players is low. Well, no, there are there is a lot of good players, just not to that degree, um, because there's a lot of tournaments that are actually going on. Um, GSL is kind of like just like the top, like one of the hardest tournaments to actually get into or even compete in. Um, so, and that's the thing too. But there is a lot, like like I was saying, like uh, last week on the podcast, I had no clue this was a thing um, until they had Frost Giant on the pylon podcast which is artosis and tasteless's podcast that there's more players on starcraft one and starcraft two than ever has been in their entire time they've existed and i was like the hell <laughs> starcraft one is actually doing better than starcraft two which is weird but that's a whole other thing um and i understand for starcraft one i do play starcraft one here and there but the pathing, like if they the, during the remaster it looked better but they really should have redone the pathing completely because the pathing is terrible absolutely fucking terrible in that game so which is why i prefer playing starcraft 2 but that's a whole nother thing um but yeah that's all i've been playing is like starcraft 2 um and it's really weird because i will easily crush people like completely stomp the bejesus out of them and they'll be like a diamond player or a platinum player and i'm like you didn't even expand after like what are you doing <laughs> um and then i'll come across like a low level silver and it'll be like a super intensive game like what is going on here <laughs> why are good players like at the lower ranks and high what is happening here oh like the higher ranks are brain dead or something i don't get it <laughs> so yeah that's all i've been playing is just starcraft Okay. 
let's get into this first topic. So, um, this is a follow-up from last week. Well, week a couple weeks ago. And annoying ads playing. So, <laughs> Discord reportedly shut down all sales talks with Microsoft. Um, Good. It, it reportedly shut down any plans of potential sale with Microsoft support $10 billion purchase. Uh, the option is no longer available on the table. According to Bloomberg, the bid may have been as high as $12 billion, supposedly. And interest also came... Uh, yeah, interest also came from Twitter, uh, reported by the Wall Street Journal Streets. Yeah, states that Discord is instead looking to continue independently after the company has had a strong couple of months, obviously, with the pandemic and everything. A lot more people flocking to Discord and gaming during the pandemic. Um, I'm really glad like Discord was like, no, we can't sell to a big corporation. This is That's a bad decision. I remember when we saw them at PAX for the first time and we were like, "Who is? what's Discord? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and then last year they had like that freaking huge section yeah it's just funny how, they, how you see things grow that's like yeah the, the, that that it's like you're a part of something you know because like like we said we went there they had what a small little booth yeah and then the next year they had like a bigger booth and you're like i remember seeing these guys last year who, who are they and then now they're just huge like how Facebook gaming went from a little thing to a big thing, even though it, I, Facebook I think gaming I, is not a big thing. It's actually starting uh, to pick up. It's actually starting to pick up. I still don't quite understand everything uh, with it, but yeah. Um, I hate Facebook in general. I wanted to burn, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole nother discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, so let's get into Sony takes aim at Xbox Game Pass with PlayStation Plus Video Pass. No, they don't. This is um, <laughs> this is kind of a joke that people are uh, normal people are laughing at, and Xbox fanboys are stupid. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not competing. They're just adding a video service. Yeah, they're adding they're adding extra benefit to being a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Mm-hmm. This is not a competitor for Game Pass. And frankly, at this rate, they don't need it because apparently in this quarter, they went up 22% in PS Plus subscribers. <laughs> like, I, this is what... I honestly expect that they're just going to expand the PS Plus thing. Like, you're not going to be paying for a separate subscription. Mm. I expect that they're going to be like, all right, there's going to be a chunk of old games that are available for you to play on this on this when you get your ps plus for free just like they already give you free games but now it's just going to be a straight like ps now is going to be rolled into the ps plus Mm -hmm. because they have such a huge lead in all categories and a fan base that they don't need to charge an extra 15 bucks a month to convince people to buy their console and get up all these games when they could just lump it all together as just ps plus yeah and get way more people subscribing to do it. So I don't believe, I don't think they're going to have their own in that sense. I could be wrong, but I don't think they need to charge for their own subscription service. They already have such a huge lead on their, on their own. Yeah, no, it's very true. Um, and it's wiser to bundle everything into one thing instead of splitting it up. Um, I think yeah. that's where you lose subscribers. Yeah. That pisses people off, honestly. Yeah, like if, like, say, if they were like, oh, well, you have to pay PlayStation Plus 
you have to pay for this also this game pass and you have to pay for the video pass like no i'm not like, paying for any of your i could even see them doing <laughs> something like ps plus right now is like 12 bucks a month i could see them being like all right 15 bucks a month gets you both 12 bucks mm. a month gets you the online service mm. something like like a tier so again you're getting them all lumped into one thing and you're not paying 15 bucks per which is just greedy yeah yeah exactly yeah but again, I, I've had this argument multiple times. When your software is selling such low numbers, this is the smart way to make your money back because you can you can hit that hard cap quickly. Hmm. You know, it's much easier to hit the cap of make up a billion dollars using subscriptions versus make up five billion dollars with subscriptions. It's much harder to make up five billion, and I'm not saying they're making billions, but you get what I mean. Oh, like, yeah. It's way harder to make up the cost of all those Sony games because they're making way more games and they're selling way more games. Yeah, because they have the, actually the world market when yeah Microsoft has the North well, American market. Like, I, like I explained market. last week, it's not just markets. It's just in general. Yeah, It's easy for you to go, hey, if you pay me 10 bucks a month, I'll give you Forza, Gears, Halo. And every other game we make, when each one of those sells 2 million copies to 3 million copies, it's a lot harder when someone's like, you want us to give you Left 4 Dead 2, God of War, and Horizon, all that sold 10 million copies for 10 yeah. bucks a month? Are you freaking crazy? Yeah, We're they, losing 80% of our profit when we do that. Yeah, they, they're never going to do that. It's much harder for them to come up with a solution for that. People just don't freaking get it. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not in the shit tier right now, so they're not yeah. going to put themselves in that no no anyway i didn't mean to rag on them but i mean i'm just getting sick and tired of it i'm seeing too much shit. i keep seeing articles about that goddamn battery thing and i'm like oh god every single console has that battery in it everyone every well, freaking one well every well all the sites that i'm looking at are, are saying that they're like they're, they do talk about the other consoles it's yes like, it's but it's, every article it's not about the whole sony thing it's more about game preservation yeah yeah but the, the the problem is all those sites you're talking about the article says sony's ps4 is brick with battery and then you go in you go and xbox stop spinning it you asshole just tell people the truth every console has a problem it's called clickbait yeah, yeah. You, you uh, clickbait click is everywhere i'm so goddamn tired of clickbait yeah okay yeah but we've made this though that's um no we didn't make it i'm not the one who was like hey can you give me no, some clickbait well, no, can no, you lie right, to me daily? No, liberal one, media. Like, um, if you ever study like the history of advertising or anything, like we're the ones who let that happen. Like years ago, we could have voted, and there there are some states that actually have voted in some areas of this country. Actually, I think there's some areas in Connecticut that are billboards are illegal. You can't put them up, um, which it should be. Dude, I'll gladly take billboards over the shit we're being no, fed. But, okay? No, but that was the, that was the <laughs> yeah, but that was the beginning of the progression of this like world that we live in with advertising like everywhere. Like there needs to be regulations on this stuff. Like if you, you know what I mean, you can't just like spam out whatever the hell you feel like it. Like with ads everywhere. Well, but, apparently you can. Well, you can, and that's the problem. <laughs> <clears throat> that is the problem anyway so playstation store for the ps3 the ps vita will not shut down 
supposedly. I remember this was supposed to shut down. Actually, what was it? Smart move. I well, mean, we I wasn't like last week. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. super angry about it because realistically, they're all going to do this at one point. Yeah, but cool move. Keep it. I open. guess for now, but you're just delaying the inevitable. But that's beside the point. Um, well, the they, they got to delay it until they can figure out how to make it so you don't lose your physical and your uh, digital media. Well, that, that's that, but that's super simple though. That's like what I pointed out last week on the podcast when you're talking about game preservation. Um, like there, all the there's no more updates for the PS3. Okay, it's over and done with. Um, how the maybe hell do, do one, you know you son of maybe a bitch. do one more patch and be and then make an announcement. Okay, you got one year. You can download all your games onto a USB drive and play them anytime you want. They are now stored on your hard drive. After you download them, put and put them on your thumb drive, whatever you want to put it on. It's now your responsibility to back them up after you download them from our server. They are full and they're fully patched versions, complete everything. Yeah, but you, you, should, you, you shouldn't. That's the problem. You shouldn't have to do that. Like, what yeah, about well, like yeah. in the future when somebody buys a used PlayStation Four? It's completely useless. You can't do anything yeah. with it. What about in the year two thousand? Yeah, like twenty thirty. You buy you. Oh man, I just snagged this PS Four. Why you can't use it? It doesn't do anything because you can't even get the patch to download the game parts. You know that's the same thing with Switch. Switch is gonna have the same issue with a lot of the, like the games that like. Well, no, they like, won't. Wolfens- yeah, they are because like with Wolfenstein, you could you could only install like the uh, the what the online part. You couldn't install the the game or something like that, or half the game installed, something like that. The rest you had to download. Oh, you know, I know, but like I said last week, that's easy to solve. Like I said, you for one. Yeah, but nobody's you... gonna do that. Like you can't do that if you. Hey, I just bought a somebody. Somebody sold me their PS4. Ten years yeah, later. No, no. The problem here is that, that you're making you're making an excuse for it. You know, yeah, I don't have a PlayStation Four, be... but I'm gonna download all the games. Yeah, but there's it no. It shouldn't be an issue. That's the yeah, thing. There is actually no solution in the world we live in because of the way games are developed now. Well, look at Steam. <laughs> No, but that's once that's yeah, but once that's gone, all your games are gone. You'll have like thousands of titles, thousands. If Steam goes offline, those are gone completely. Um, that's even worse situation. Well, that's not necessarily true because good old buddies at PC gaming world know how to fix shit, so it's not a problem. Um, so we know how to roll. It's easier to download your stuff on a PC. Like that'll be that'll be there, but to be able to like download all these games to your PC and then try to install them onto a PlayStation 4? Well, um, no, you won't need imagine. to. Like, no, I'm like, just saying, well, like, well, I'm saying way. Like, how hard, like, all they'd have to do is dedicate a server, like a, da- like a data server, like a data, like, center that holds, you know what I mean? They're going to put all the games on there for one. Okay, so give people a year to download any of their digital games on a hard drive and let them know, hey, if you don't own physical copies and you're only digital, you need to back these up onto your own personal hard drive so you can play them anytime you want or on a different ps4 if you want yeah but the problem is even if you won't even be able to play the physical games no but you will so this is the easy solution to this is all you have to do is playstation just has to keep up a data server for day one patches yeah that needs yeah no but not but not connected to a network. Yeah, but you also have to keep in mind that some of these companies don't want you to have that because they're going to want to rip you off with their game later. Well, yeah. of course, yeah. that, well I know that. That's, that's Actually, RGT85 said that. They, they, he, he's like, they did this on purpose. Well, no, that's... Well, of course, they want to sell it later. That's obviously... That's a thing. But it's 
you put the day one patches on a server you can download on your PC, like go to a website on your PC, download the day one patch onto a flash drive, plug the flash drive in with the disc on like a PS4 you buy like 10 years from now, and boom, it installs from the flash drive uh, the day one patch, and now you can play it. And it's just in this data center, like an archived uh, website that PlayStation has with all their day one patches. Yeah, and I, I don't know if uh, I don't agree with that. Yeah. No, why don't you agree with that? Because I don't care. <laughs> well, then you not you, you not that you don't agree with it. You just don't. You know what I mean? I don't because I don't care because I I live in the reality that if I want to keep these co- games and these systems, I have to own the games physically. That's the way it works. You're the ones that let them do this. I hate to break it to you people, but you opened the door by letting Microsoft do this shit with the 360. Gaming systems weren't going to be this way for a while. The PS3 was not set up to be like this. They had to follow suit because Microsoft, with their DLC plans, turning it more into a PC. Now they're pushing us towards more digital. This is your fault for buying into it. Stop bitching about it. Well, no, it isn't. It isn't. This just is the Microsoft. gaming world you wanted, and it now you're complaining about it. It isn't just Microsoft. I watched actually a small documentary on DLC, like the well, the download. No, I'm Microsoft. not saying it's just them it's now. Not- I'm saying it started with them. They're no. the ones who. Yes, yes. The Xbox 360 is the console that brought this era into play. No, but like Japan has been trying to do this since the 80s. No, they haven't, dude. The, yes, this, they have. No, they marked those channels. You're talking about like Nintendo Channel and shit, but yeah. they were they were completely different things. They didn't plan on having their entire games on those things. They were like the shitty like web play version of like Zelda and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's a completely different setup. Not completely, but they did. They, and what do you call it? If you watch, like, there's a few documentaries out there on it. They already talked about, like, in the early 90s, they had conferences in Japan when they were talking about no more physical games at all. <clears throat> so this has been talked about for years. Like, they've been wanting to do this, like, um, because it's a lot easier to control. You don't have to pay for manufacturing. Manufacturing costs a shit ton when you can just put it on a server and let people download it. It's way cheaper. Like you can, you save so much money. Doesn't make it worth doing. It does if If, you do it right. If that's the case, they got to come up with some way to make these. Like, it sucks because they're gonna have to pay for these servers, but they need to make some way of be able to get these games. Wait, what do you mean they have to pay for the servers? We'll be paying for the servers. (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll be paying extra extra ten bucks for a game that has less content than the game you bought previously. Play the games of yesteryear for only twenty ninety nine ninety five well, a year. Well, you know, yeah, you know they'll do that, obviously. But like I said, all they'd have to do, like even if they charge a small fee, like hey, charge if you want, if you want charge yeah, if you want to charge a small fee, charge, <laughs> uh, charge a small fee, like oh hey, if you want access to the archived PlayStation servers, um, it's three dollars like a month or something, and you can download any day one patch you want from any game. Like something like that, something simple. You, should, you, you shouldn't have to pay for it if you have the physical copy. <laughs> no, but like, okay, yeah, but the thing is, though, in the reality, though, those servers cost money to keep running to back up the data. Yeah, they no, cost. They cost Not such free. a small <laughs> amount of. 
The problem is it costs such a small amount of money that you basically pay for it when you pay the extra 10 goddamn dollars for your game. No, but we're talking like 20 years from now um, when someone picks up a PS4 and a couple games at a thrift shop. Okay. 20 years from now when they're ripping you off even more by giving you a 1% of the game and making you pay for everything else. No, yeah, but that's besides like the reality is they make these companies are lying. I've said this a thousand goddamn times. I'm sick and tired of arguing it. They are lying when they when EA says the budget for their next battlefield is massive and they have to charge 70 bucks. You are lying. The budget you're spending to make the game is about 50% of what you're spending. The rest is to freaking promote it on shit no one cares about, like a two second commercial during the goddamn Super Bowl that I'm not gonna watch. And I don't care about seeing your fucking trailer on that. If I like Battlefield, I'm going to see it on Twitch or on YouTube. I'm not going to watch the goddamn Super Bowl for your fucking $1 million freaking ad. Yeah, exactly. Not Sorry, not $1 million, like $30 million yeah, that you then charge me extra it's 10 bucks for. It's way more now. Um, like the, the reality is these companies spend all their money on marketing to people that don't care. And it's not helping them at all. I don't need that. You could just tell you could all you have to do is get someone on Twitter. Get a Twitter guy and maybe a couple of influencers to speak about how you're going to stream the premiere of Battlefield 6 on Twitch and you will get people to come and see it. Oh yeah. And it costs way less. Yeah, it costs like nothing. So um no, well no, that's two companies I think need to go is Activision and EA need to go somewhere. I don't know where, they need to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you go somewhere. I know exactly where they need to go. Straight <laughs> to effing hell. Um, they are ruining companies. And I don't know if you saw like the article. There was another article. I didn't post it. Uh the lead director for Overwatch is leaving Blizzard now, too. Um a lot of everybody's these, leaving Blizzard. A lot, yeah. So many good people have just left that company. There's not too many good people left at all. Um, and I think easily like Blizzard is not Blizzard, but Activision is going to be kicking themselves in the face like once Frost Giant releases their first trailer for uh, their new RTS. Like they're going to be cool. They're going to be maybe, probably not though, because even if it's popular, it will never make as much money as what they do. So probably not. Like that's the thing. The reality is they probably won't care because of how much money they're going to make. Like it won't make anywhere near as much money as the games that they make do mm. so they probably won't even give a shit well the problem is okay this is also the problem too activision and ea also own like a absolute shit ton of mobile games right now that are making a, like like a thousand times more money than any triple a title could think of making like i mean it's it's pretty yeah. staggering like the difference like and they're all bad. Stuff. That's the worst um, part. The, like, the game's can, bad. The like, game's goddamn it, terrible. I don't like, care. Candy Crush alone has probably made more money than Blizzard has made in their entire time of existing. Yeah, well, that's that's the question. Are you are you trying to make games because you want to make games, or are you trying to make money? Like, well, some yeah, people but, are trying to make games because it's an art to them. Those are the people you should support. You shouldn't be supporting the people that are out to just make as much money as they can because then well, yeah no that's very the true. goddamn time period yeah and that's why like i'm like super hopeful for like the company frost giant like these are a bunch of guys that absolutely love the rts genre and the development of the games the balancing of the 
um, different races and everything like that. These are guys that absolutely love doing this. So, yeah, like I said, my argument is not that it's just Activision won't care. Like when you said like Activision is going to kick this off, they're just going to laugh because whatever that game makes will be nowhere near as much money as they make on whatever they're doing. So it would be to them. They'll be like, yeah, we were right to get rid of these guys because what they made made peanuts compared to what we make off of our games. Hmm. Like they're just not going to care unless this game blows up and is the biggest game in the world. It will never make enough money to make Microsoft. I mean, Activision jump for joy and be like, man, we really fucked up, didn't we? They're just going to kind of shake their head and move on. Well, they're just, yeah, but they're like, it's the cutting and the way they're like just funneling money now, like Activision. Oh, like, obviously, I was talking about StarCraft earlier, like they ended the WCS. um, And what they did actually was they actually didn't completely, they just said they ended the WCS. All they did was end the actual official WCS that they funded. And gave all the permission and the rights to the ESL to hold all the tournaments, but they collect all the royalties from it, but don't have to pay a dime anymore. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> so ESL pays and does all the work, but they collect the money. That's a bunch of crap, but okay. <laughs> so they didn't do it because they weren't making money. They were like, well, if we don't have to pay for it, we can make even more money. <laughs> Assholes. Whoa. Like, whoa, dude. <laughs> the camera was fine. Anyway, so let's move on to this next topic, though. Uh, so Microsoft, this is just ridiculous. Microsoft is planning a new Windows store that doesn't suck. Okay. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> just out of curiosity, who's saying this? it doesn't suck? According to Windows Central, reliable sources say Microsoft is working on a new Windows 10 app store front to replace the current much disliked Windows Store, the aim the aim they say is to introduce a modern and fluid user interface. Okay, so they're not even changing it; it's just changing the interface. That has nothing to do with why people don't like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I hate to break it to you. There's two reasons why Microsoft don't why people don't like it. Microsoft one, it's you. Two, it's you. Done. Oh my nope. god. Nobody wants to store from Microsoft. Sorry. People don't even want to use your fucking app your operating system. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think fucking Linux is the savior, but people are like, can we get a competitor, please? Like realistically, nobody wants to use any of your shit. No. No. Um, and that's the thing. Like, it's oh these people. Like, it's not that they don't get it. Like People are not downloading your games from the Windows Store because they have games on Steam. They're used to using Steam. They play them on Steam. Mm-hmm. This is why people get mad when other companies make their own platform. And it's like you could try. It. You could try. Like GOG does all right, but even GOG knows they're just like they're second fiddle to Steam. So they don't they don't intentionally block their stuff from coming out on Steam. Yeah, because they know ninety percent of their market is Steam. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with GOG having its own store, but Microsoft's like, well, we're going to put everything exclusive on our store, and it's like, well, then I'm just not going to play your shit. Yeah, but have GOG, like, it's um, yeah, but GOG is mostly for it. They do a great job at being able to host like retro, like classic games, be able to play them easily. Like they have DOSBox built into yes. their launcher, which is great. 
nobody's saying um, that it's that's wrong. Another thing. That's a whole other like. Yeah, I'm just pointing out that it's ridiculous for Microsoft to believe that people are going to somehow flock to their new store every time they do it. Yeah, it's no. become relevant. It' pretty clear, basically, that no one cares about your store, Microsoft, and it's it's worse for you to try to make your shit exclusive on your own store because oh, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. people not want to play any of the shit you have. Like, I understand. I think personally, they should keep the Windows Store there, but cut out all the games from it. Get well, granted, not cut make- them out. Just don't make them exclusive. Well, no, but I'm saying like, like, don't handicap the people that are on your store by telling them they have to have them only on your store. No, because now you're just asking for that game to not sell. Plus, there's a lot of mobile type games on there. There is a lot of mobile type games. True. But I know there is on Steam, but they don't promote them like like the Microsoft store does. It's like all you see. Yeah, but no, but like use the Windows store for utility. Wait, so are you saying that I know? the truth that people ignore and that is look every company that makes video games is out to make money we all know this okay yeah so don't take what i'm about to say the wrong way but i've said this a long time ago i've said i said this a long time ago and people misunderstood what i said i'm not saying that sony and nintendo are not out to make money what i'm saying is that there's different approaches to making money and companies like ea activision and microsoft look at how to make money the gross way. Like, instead of trying to figure out how to make a better Call of Duty, Activision's trying to figure out how to trick people into paying more for the Call of Duty. While on the other side, Nintendo's like, well, we want people to buy the next Mario game. How do we do that? Well, we make a damn good Mario game. Well, instead the- of, how do we trick people into paying for Mario costumes on their Mario game? Yeah. And that's the difference between certain companies that people don't want to accept. That's why, in my book, Sony is better in that situation. They like they have these big multiplayer games, single-player games, and people are like, those cost way too much to make. And Sony's like, we'll figure out how to do it. Instead of, now, if you put that ball on Microsoft's court, what's their announcement? We're going to focus more on multiplayer games because single-player games cost too much money to make. And that, to me, is a gross way to make games. That's why, like, the last two Halos have had a terrible campaign. Because they're focusing more on the multiplayer because it makes them more money than the single player. It's just that simple. Yeah, true. No. Sorry, I rant. So Nate didn't even know I was done, so we had to wait a second. Yeah, I was sitting there waiting because I didn't want to... But you know what I mean, dude. I mean, Bazinga says he likes the multiplayer the story mode in Call of Duty, but I bet you would even agree that they were better in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, okay. So, yeah, no, it's very true. So, this is the real problem, okay? In our modern era, what we've, like, after, like, I should say the dot-com boom, and along with, like, some modern capitalism ideals, um, the what's instilled into people that are getting into the industry or getting out of college that are becoming developers is Oh, hey, become rich, become, become a developer and become rich and wealthy and everything else and have a family and all this shit. Okay. That's their goal. Where the difference is there's a lot of people, like, especially like there's some Western developers that are that have this passion. Like I was saying, like Frost Giant. Um, these guys definitely do have the passion to actually make a great game and not worry about what they're actually going to make on the game. Yeah. Um, they, but 
but there as but to another level um in the early years like in the 90s in japan like and like the 80s those people like they you know i mean their passion was not to become rich off a game or famous they were out they didn't care they just wanted the recognition of making an absolute great game it didn't matter how much they made on it like and the best one of the best example is like i always bring up this example is chrono trigger chrono trigger had a rock star group of people put together to make one of the best rpgs ever made and the guy writing the soundtrack along with also this other composer who also did a bunch of anime uh yoko kano like the the main guy that was doing the like posing um she did some of them he had he had to be hospitalized because he wouldn't stop working and he yeah and the thing the thing to remember with those guys too the best ever did like the best way to describe it is the, the reason why when you ask give me legends in video game making from the western market and people say like man cliffy b cliffy <laughs> b is the legend what did cliffy b what did cliffy b do that was amazing well he made unreal tournament okay cool game what else everything else he made was a cash grab and it sucked no i would say if anybody what's his name uh ramiro there uh the guy who made doom he's same maybe thing some though other like what other games did he make besides doom and again, well, no, but no, no, but that's not why. That's not. I'm saying not just Jim. I'm saying how they actually figured out how to do a 2D game in three to a 2D. Oh game yeah, that was genius. Well, that that, that's what I'm saying. Their, their pass, dude, their passion dried up quickly. That's yeah. the difference between them and these yeah. other people. Like yeah. Shigeo Miyamoto, not not Shigeo Miyamoto. Um, well, Miyamoto too. Hironobu Sakaguchi. Hironobu Sakaguchi. Hironobu Sakaguchi. I can get his goddamn name right, people. Okay, made. <laughs> 10 Final Fantasy games before he got dried up with his passion. That's why he's a legend in making video games. Well, Even if you don't like Final Fantasy games, Cliffy that's why he's a legend. Also did Gears of War. Whoa, let's get amazed by Gears of War. What's Gears of War? I don't know. The you, shallowest... you used to love it. <laughs> I love Gears of War, but I love the multiplayer. So many people have tried to tell me the story in Gears of War is good, and I laugh at them because <laughs> the, the story in Gears is so goddamn terrible. And I can tell you this, I loved Bulletstorm. It was fun. The, the second game, dude, the second goddamn game story, you run into Dom's wife who's been missing for 10 years and she's trapped inside this thing that apparently kept her alive for 10 years while she slowly rotted away. Oof. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know what the Sounds best... like uh, the guy from Batman. You yeah. know what the best part of the of, about the Gears of War games were? Mr. Freeze. The points where they were doing flashbacks, where you played a few minutes of Coltrane's career and you played like Shatterball or whatever that was. And you were like, it was like kind of like a football thing. And it was just him remembering when he was a football star before he became, before this all happened. That was the best shit in that game. I know people that tell me they cried when I think it was Dom. Whoever Marcus's best friend is in that game. Is it Dom? I don't know. Well, his best friend is killed in the last one that Marcus is the lead character in. And they're like, I cried. And I'm like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you cried at that. <laughs> so the, the other day I was watching a podcast, uh, Spawn Wave. And uh, they were talking about how because they're running into this, this, a lot of the games are running into this, like, let's use the same format because it's safe. They're, yeah they're like like name a uh, ubisoft game that's out right now that doesn't use towers and open world yeah 
so oh, that like yeah. they they're 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 like afraid to to change or you know go back to basics or something you know because they, they got this this mode and they just want to keep using that because they're afraid to expand and or doing anything different i'll yeah. shock some people i'll admit sony's guilty of this because a lot of their games feel the same in some ways the only reason why they get a pass is because they're telling stories so it's like it's like being a fan of fantasy shows or fantasy movies a lot of them are going to feel the same because they're fantasy movies that's the genre so you get hooked on the characters and the story within that genre it's like reading fantasy books i've been reading fantasy books for like two years now and they all feel a little like they're the same but what draws it's like a lot of them right now are influenced by wheel of time and before that it was influenced by like tolkien so yeah but even those all feel the same the reason why hmm. people enjoy them is because even though they feel the same it's the characters in the story in the characters that get you interested yeah. in it yeah and that's what people fail to miss when they talk about well the, the sony's got a fam formula never no one ever points that out yes but the reason why no one points that out is because their formula is to tell you an excellent story. Yeah. So even if it does feel, even if like Uncharted feels a lot like The Last of Us, but not as bleak, you go, yeah, but they're two separate stories with completely different storylines involved with them and different characters. And that's what keeps you drawn into them. No, but like, even like to this day though, Miyamoto, like you slightly mentioned him, like he still has his passion. Breath of the Wild. Was uh, great. But I don't, no, that's the thing. I don't know if it was all him, though, dude. No, it well, it was a few people, but his idea was when he, I don't know if you listened to all the interviews and stuff with him, he, so he wanted to recreate everything he wanted to do in the first Legend of Zelda game. Um, and that was recreate the feeling he had when he was, I think he said he was eight years old and he got lost in, when they were in the countryside of Japan, and they went on this, like, vacation and he got lost in the cave system, like, in the area they were staying on vacationing. And he loved it. He, he thought it was an adventure when he was a little kid. And that's where he got the idea for the first Legend of Zelda game. And he wanted to recreate that into a complete form in Breath of the Wild. And he did it. You can just go anywhere in that game and do anything. And you can still play the game normally. I and feel he, like with Nintendo, with Nintendo, they're a different thing altogether. Because I feel like, first of all, I feel like Sony didn't hit their stride when it comes to, to first-party games until like the PS3 era, really. Mm. for starters and number two and the most important thing so, something about working at nintendo they know how to find passion because i feel like you're like oh miyamoto had this great idea and i'm sure he did but i feel like i am almost 100 confident that he's not the reason why that game's so good i well, think i i am confident that he sat down and said this is what i want to do and these newcomers had this passion to work at nintendo and they're the ones that made it amazing. Well, yeah, and he just sat back and went, "Wow." Well, yeah, no, of course. Um, it's like they hired people that worked on, Ze like, played Zelda their whole life. Yeah, no, that's true. And I don't feel like other companies do that. Even SquareSoft, I feel, has lost their way uh, quite a bit as of late. Oh, and yeah, I feel yeah. like it's because they're hiring the wrong people. They're going out of their way to get people that work at like Western companies to try and get, um a Western take on how to make Final Fantasy and people are like, that's not what we want. We just want goddamn Final Fantasy. Yeah, okay, so they're missing the ball there. The reason why I say they're missing the ball is Dropping because the ball. 
well, dropping the ball, ball, dropping the ball. Anyway, uh, (laughs) dropping the ball there is because uh, some of the first like RPGs that came out, like on Nintendo, first JRPGs that came out were inspired by Ultima in Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. And they, in some ways, they did a way better job. They were inspired by, you can be inspired by certain things in Western culture, but don't try to damn imitate it. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> imitation is a, a poor excuse. And yeah, don't try to. Yeah, I'll give you a great example. Have you seen what came out today, or was it yesterday? No. Um, the new trailer for Tales of Arise came out. Tales of Arise is the first Tales game that's going to be fully open world. Okay. I watched the gameplay. It's exactly what I want from a Japanese company. Going, let's make an open world RPG. It looks and plays like a Tales game. But with a full, but it's like a hybrid of a full-blown Star Ocean combat system yeah, mixed with Tails, but with an open world. And I'm like, this is what people want from you. Yeah. This is exactly what they want from you. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, it's true. It's kind of amazing. I was shocked when I watched this and I'm so psyched now. Yeah. It's almost like they went out of their way to not hire, they, they hired someone for open world and they're like, that's it. The rest is going to be made by Japanese developers who know how to make RPGs that people want. Yeah. Yes. And we're not going to try and chase like Mass Effect. Which for yeah. Christ's sake, well, square. Why'd you chase Mass Effect? Mass Effect is shit. Yeah. Why the, the hell well, did you ma- chase them anyway? Well, that's when I get like back to Final Fantasy like 13 and stuff. Like that was a chase to chase how Western games are made and it was terrible. Like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> do like, not do that. The farthest you can go down that line is Final Fantasy 12. 12 was not terrible, but any further down that line and you're just making a terrible ripoff of shitty games that, oh, yeah. that I don't like in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's move on to our next topic since we've <laughs> got... Next topic, Grim shits all over whatever's next. <laughs> so, Warzone, so I haven't chance. Yep! Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played this Yeah, I haven't played Warzone in a little while. Um, but, so, Bazinga's been playing this new nuked map Supposedly, so. So, how's this new- so basically, what's been going on is I, I checked it out the other day, and uh, on the map there was a bunch of little. Well, first of all, they have there's a ship. I guess this happened a while ago. There's a ship that that that's next to the prison. Yeah, that's, that's a while ago. Yeah, that's yeah. where like the zombies came from. Yeah. And then uh, they're start. It's starting to spread, and there's like these red zones all over the map that appear. And when you go into there, it's I guess they're gassed or something. Um, and it, it's difficult to run through, and uh, and then like there's this place there was a it, when I was playing it was at the dam and they had you know that's on the map it showed basically that's where like the zombie thing could start or whatever. Well, that's been happening for like the last few months. Yeah. Uh. Well. Wait. Not, wait. No, wait, no, wait a minute. A wait a minute. Are you are you saying it's not a new map? No, it's it not a new map. Started yet? Oh, it hasn't even started no. yet. <laughs> no, but no, but it's not. But I've seen the picture. It's not really a new map, though. Well, um, as far as we know, it looks like it's going to be Verdansk in the eighties. I don't know why. Well, yeah, but... well, yeah, they've changed some of the textures and stuff. But yeah, the yeah, because that's overall... super easy to do, and it doesn't yeah. allow. They don't have to spend any money making a new map when they make a billion dollars a goddamn day. Yeah. So today, the the nuke thing happened where. You play the you play the game, and it's basically you you die, you become a zombie, and then you're oh, you're, wow. you're attacking all the bad the guys, 
And then that's super uh, at, creative. Wouldn't that come out? What didn't the they do end, that at the end of the game? At the end of the 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 the, the game, uh, they're trying to escape through the helicopters, and the zombies are after them. And uh, then the nuke drops, and boom! But that is only that was only till five o'clock. Yeah. So yeah. there's three three or four events. So the first event happened, and then at five o'clock, another event, part two. This is that was part one, the nuke. Part two is something else, which I'll check after yeah, the show. But those are only the events, though. That's only if you're actually on playing during those times. Wow. Um, it's so amazingly creative. No, like the main thing, what people don't really know about is like, what's it going to be like after that? Yeah, um, which we won't well, like know until tomorrow. Like I've had fun. Like for like it's it's been at least like two months. The whole like red zone thing, and that was fun running into. Um, I've done that like a lot of times at the TV station. I'll run in just to kill a bunch of zombies for fun. Yeah, I did that like I did that like a month ago on Apex with those stupid heat seek circles that they dropped. Yeah, um, it's literally. It's, I'm I'm sorry. There's nothing creative about this, dude. Yeah, that's not really. Um, if they, I it's mean, different I, though. I, good, I, good. Woohoo! They came up with nothing for different. Yeah, but it's not really too different because the the zones were so like here and there. It really wasn't affecting. If they forced you where you landed to move through those zones, that would be one thing, but they didn't. Well, keep you, in mind, you are kind of they, forced through them when the, when the map shrinks. Dude, no, keep not, in mind, I'd be there, fine I've with it. Found, dude. I never found a way that I was actually caught behind any of those, no matter where the map moved. If they forced you to go through a zombie infested, like horde, that would be good, but they didn't. Like, well, keep I don't in think mind, there dude, was I, any zombie infested hordes. I'm not, it's not that I, if this was a small company, I'd be like, Oh, that's cool. It's freaking Activision. If they can't afford to give you a new map after two years, and this is what they give you after two years, stop. Stop talking about it in any anything but a negative light because it's freaking embarrassing. They have more money than God. They can't get a team to build a new map. Like it's a freaking embarrassment. No, no, you're no, you're right. I, I'm um, sorry. I know people. It's because I hate I hate Call of Duty. So people probably think I'm just slagging on because they hate Call of Duty. But for hater, Christ's sake, they have more money than God, and they can't give you a new map. Apex no, no, Legends no. been out like two, three years, and they only got one new map, and you can only play that at certain times of the day. How like these companies, have have, they have like three, right? Yeah, they have three maps now. No, they have two. They have the they have the main map, and then every now and then you get dropped on that shitty one, that smaller one, and that's it. If there's another one, it's in a rotation you barely ever see. No, I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure there's three. But anyway. Three. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now because I'm no, but if I it's three, they're not letting anybody play it because um, I have not played a new map, dude. Any yeah, other map? I yeah, think they uh, they do they should put out a new map, and even if they can't, okay. So at worst, if they don't put out a new map, okay, take off all the buildings where they are to just take, delete all of them and restructure everything with new buildings, new textures. Dude, this should have been a new map when the new, new game came out. Period. No, but I'm saying though, at least do that, like. Take yeah, out the there's take out three. the framework of the map. There, Olympus, World's Edge, and Kings Canyon. Yeah, as I thought. They're um, literally the same map, though. <laughs> anyway. Wait a minute. Okay, hang on a second. Kings Canyon. Kings Canyon was the first map, I believe. World's Edge is never played. I've never, I never see this fucking map. Yeah, huh. it doesn't look. I know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so if they would have, if they at least do that, but they, they they're not going to do that, obviously. Um, and like I said, if I think the mode was really cool when they added the infested zones, but it's only one zone per map. Um, and there's no way, like if they would have like made it like 
the plane drops off and usually people split. If you watch it, people go both ways, the whole plane ride. They'll go either way. Okay. If they made it so when the zones get smaller, no matter where you dropped, you had to cross a zombie-infested zone and make it through to survive. But they didn't. That would actually have been inventive, but they didn't do that. Dude, you you made so, you made the argument worse for for me, Bazinga. What? Because the map literally they literally rotate it out for like five or six months. Oh, really? So the, to be even lazier, they're just like we'll rotate the maps we have for years on end to make people not care about uh, getting a new one. But at least they have other maps. Yes, I'll give them that. But <laughs> what the? Are you kidding me? Why is it rotated out? Why? Why do I? Just let me play the goddamn maps. <laughs> You're not changing my opinion. I'm not buying any shit from you because you were like, well, we made new maps. Well, I don't fucking care. Well, no, or do this. <laughs> um, I've been going back to StarCraft. That's all I've been playing lately. Um, do like StarCraft does. Like, there's the ladder maps that are in current rotation that you can play. And, and you can play all the other maps. Nothing. You blocked. can play all the other maps in unranked. All you want. <laughs> I mean, that's how it should be. I just don't understand why the maps are locked. If there's a thing you can play them on ranked and only ranked, because I never play ranked. Oh. Then then I'll I can retract some of that, but still it's utterly retarded that you would it's same thing with PUBG. The fact that they took that new map that um volcano map out made no sense to me. That was just stupid. Yeah, no, you're right. Um and I just feel like it's an excuse because if they can make you, um, if they can make you enjoy, like, if they can make you be like, oh, a new, the new map's coming back in a couple of months, if they keep you excited about that, then you, you're not going to be screaming at them, why haven't you made me a new map at all? Like, it's a way for them to spend less money, but keep stuff fresh. It almost seems to me like EA was like, we're not going to pay, let you guys spend the money to make a new map. And the developers are like, well, we got to try to keep this fresh for our fans. How about we rotate the three we have so that we can keep this fresh? Like, the devs are doing the best they can to keep the game fresh because they can't make a new map because the company they work for is shit. Or something. Yeah, it's just true. It just, it, that's what it feels like to me. I don't understand why you would do that unless the map was bad in the first place and nobody liked it. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's some other reason. But obviously with EA, though, and Call of Duty, I am sure there's some CEOs over at Activision that are mad that Warzone still exists even. But, oh, yeah, because it was free. Yeah. And I, even though, well, actually, no, because they could be making billions off of, like, people buying stupid-ass skins that do literally nothing for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. But I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Oh, what? Like, I'm sure they're out there like, well, this percentage still hasn't bought the new Black Ops game. Um, and if we would have forced them and and canceled like Warzone, they would have had to. Like, no. Yeah, and there's probably someone there like, and we wouldn't have to pay this guy to come up with these retarded names for all the guns that we have <laughs> if we freaking, <laughs> if we didn't have this Warzone system. Like, Warzone's just bad, man. Like, we can make more money if we, let's go to subscription service. Yeah. <laughs> Someday uh, they're going to do it, and then they're going to be like, and, but don't worry. Because when we go subscription service, you're going to get more new maps, and it's going to be great. Yeah. And then you're not going to get any new fucking maps. Yeah, you won't get any new maps. At all. All right. So real quick, this last story. Um, so Pie Packer. Mm-hmm. The Pie, Pie Packer. 
<laughs> is a new multiplayer gaming platform in early categories and is dedicated to cartridge readers to play your own games supposedly and it's a online platform to play retro games online with sounds people. like a porn name to me um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't. I can't argue. Comes. Uh, no, I won't even say it. <laughs> oh Get your games and shove them into the pie packer. I was gonna say comes in cream. <laughs> um, and tested most- by Dirty Larry. Oh. No, but okay. Yeah, it's neat. It's just a browser playing a game. This is something you can technically... Okay, obviously there's the camera function, the chat function, all that fun jazz. And multiplayer. But but this is already happening. This has already been a thing. Yes, but it's not easy to set up. Find, Find me one that works for the regular casual gamer that would like to do this. Plus, Dude, I don't if care you about own, plus, if you own the game, you get the, that you can get that adapter, and you can play your own games online somehow. I'd like to point out, I don't care about the casual gamer anymore because these people <laughs> are the people that complain that you can't <laughs> that PC gaming is too difficult. Yeah, because it's goddamn hard to yep. PC game. Yeah, but you don't play your own games. I'm sure it's doing exactly what the Retron Five does. It dumps the ROM. Oh yeah, 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 you, yeah. You're playing from the ROM. You're not playing like yeah. you're not gonna get all your it's not gonna play on a browser the same way it's gonna play on the original console it's well, just not gonna of happen it's not but it, it's not can, running on an fpga chip but if if you can play with your friend from across the world yeah yeah it's called contact is. i'm sure somebody has a tech friend out there and you I mean and it is fairly easy to get uh retro arc running on a network you can get just by dude. We used to play that shit with the what was it yeah, like we did it years ago? Z Battler or something like that. Yeah, we did. We played. I remember we played. We were doing King of Fighters with like forty people. Yes, <laughs> old shit. It was awesome. We used to do some shit. Okay, yeah. this is not impressive. Yeah, it's, it's like you're finally good. catching up, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing. The niche amount of people that actually want to do this are probably the same amount of people that actually have the know-how to actually do this already. Well, here's the deal, your niche people. Uh, in one day, there's 29 days to go. It literally just dropped like a couple days ago. They've already made 86000 of the $75,000 goal. There's $480,000. I didn't so say it was niche. People, I'm just saying like. There are people that want it. <laughs> I just don't understand why people would be excited for what you already have. Because they Maybe don't you just know. don't realize it's what you already have. They don't know. Hmm. Y'all just don't know, yeah. yo. Y'all just like, don't know, yo. I can say Johnny Webb has been dying to play some some uh, what do they call it, net share or something like that. Yeah, but that's the, he has the know how. He knows how to do that. I can get on right now. Oh and- no, no, he has it, but nobody wants to play with him. <laughs> <laughs> he has the know how. He don't have the people. There's plenty how. of like discords out there and everything with actually chat rooms and people playing these games ready. Yeah, some people are not good with chat rooms and stuff, dude. Like, let's be realistic. I don't, I don't like to gather people. Hmm. Don't you think I would already have a group of people to play D and D with that wasn't you? If I like to gather people, because <laughs> I would just go on to like roll that. He's been wanting to play on Netplay, but nobody yeah, wants but, to play. Well, Netplay has evolved. <laughs> uh, 
like my balls um it's stronger it's on, faster it's on, uncut yeah i mean it's it's on <laughs> retroarch now and i think it's actually i think it's still called netplay um but yeah there are you mean there's like i said there's discord servers all over the place with people hosting games already so um so that's just as easy to get onto a game and play well, he just wants to but, play with his friends and his friends don't yeah and play. that i completely understand but like it like i said not not everybody is good with that sort of thing yeah again i if i was social like that i wouldn't be the person desperately trying to get a D group together with people that i didn't know wanted to play because i would just go and get a group together on rollnet no, I know, but like I'm saying, like it isn't that complicated. Like it used to be way more complicated. Like, like Grim, when me and you did, it, me and you did it, like 20 years ago, it was way more complicated to get. It Dude, done. I ain't never now done you, sicko. So TMI, man. TMI. Anyway. TMI. <laughs> so anyway, before after a short break, we are going to move on to technology and pop culture. Onto technology pop culture, we have a number of stories ranging from Mac, Ghostbusters, Mortal Kombat, mini Polaroids, hand scanners, all the fun jazz. But before we move on and get into all that fun stuff and what the heck we have been watching, we'd like to thank you for joining on this podcast. Whatever podcast service that you listen to or use or whatever service it is, whether that's Google Play, whether that's iTunes, Podcast Addict, Beyond Pods, Google Podcasts, doesn't matter. Spotify is our host. We think they do a great job, actually. Posting. We think. <laughs> I have to point out, we're not sure, but we think Spotify we think. might be hosting us. Well, no, they are. They are. They're good. Um, so wherever social media you use, you can find us on Get Tech Geeks on Twitter. You can find us over there. You can also find us on youtube.com slash get teched. And yes, there'll be new videos soon. Studio is coming together and whatnot, as you can see in the background. If you're watching this live on twitch.tv slash get tech geeks, you can see that things are starting to come back together. There will be new videos. A new look, no green screen. No green screen, new look. Whole bunch of things are changing. We're gonna have new reviews, do all that, all that fun stuff. So and we do like to thank actually all the current subscribers. We actually, it's weird. This week, I think we averaged like three three or four subscribers a day at one point. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, which is surprising. But like, so uh, we gained actually a lot of subscribers without doing a single video during this pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't done a single video and we gained subscribers. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Maybe, 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 maybe by not putting the videos up, it has helped. It'll help our algorithm when we put new wins up. I guess, yeah, it might actually. We'll have to see, because uh, we've gained like over like probably a couple hundred subscribers or something since the pandemic. And no, I don't know about that. We've been, at, I think we gained at least a hundred. I think it's been over a hundred, a little more than hundred, because I think we, yeah. No, we've always been over. We've been over five hundred for a while. 
Uh, yeah, well, anyway, it just seems like it know. seems like it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but anyway, yeah, but yeah, we've gained at least over a hundred during the pandemic without making a single video. Mm-hmm. So, and not to mention, like some videos have got some crazy views. Like, <laughs> I like, never thought making fun of a company for their bad product was going to give us the most views, but it works. I know. <laughs> that's why it's displayed in the cabinet because yeah. neg- negativity sells people uh sorry it's the truth yeah it's true that's why jim Cornette has people watching his shitty podcast every week because all he does is shit on everything he doesn't like and people enjoy it because he sounds great doing it i guess yeah apparently it's just the way it is so it's like who the fuck is jim Cornette? <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> so what in the heck has everybody been watching? What have you been checking out? Uh, Critical Role. Critical Role. And I've also been reading a bunch of stuff about D&D so I can get better at like DMing and stuff. Ah. Because, I, dude, I take this shit seriously. I want you guys to have a, a lot of fun playing. And I need to improve how I DM to make it that way. Mm. That's as simple as that. Like I, I've just found a website that calculates travel distance versus um like hours. So for example, in D D, if you travel for more than sixteen hours and you don't get eight hours of rest, you have a chance of getting exhaustion, which is bad for your character. Mm-hmm. I just got a website that lets me calculate that into mile like miles, so I can put little notes like the town is thirty seven miles from where you guys are. So it's going to take you roughly 12 hours to get there on yeah. foot. You know, and that's going to help me determine uh, random encounters and all sorts of stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. You know, just simple stuff like that. So I watched, uh, I started watching Invincible. Oh, yeah, well, the one that group was talking about. Yeah. Watched, I still got that first step. Yeah. That oh first episode. God. Jesus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like I said, it's not the most amazing show ever. There's some things about it that feel like ugh, American cartoon. But <laughs> yeah, that's the, the problem. The action sequences are great, great, and it's way better than anything else I've ever seen uh, from American studios. Oh yeah, that, I'll give you that. for some Amazon, the Amazon they have some, uh, they have some, they like to push the limits on some of their things. Yeah, like uh, the boys, you know. Dude, the boys is great. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I so let's just be it. realistic about that. I was I was traumatized when his girlfriend got ran through. <laughs> Not like because of the scene, just because I felt so bad for the guy. I'm like, oh my god. Wait, which which one are you talking about? The boys. Oh yep. Wait, right dude, that scene. Oh, that was right when I knew I was gonna actually no the, the the part I knew I was gonna like the show was when um that dude. He basically sexually harassed that girl and then immediately had to go on this public spin to try and save himself. And I was like, oh my God, this show is so screwed up and I love it. Yeah, when he ran straight through his girlfriend, I was like, he was just holding his hand, her hand or something. I was like, oh my yeah. God, that is, that is terrible. Yeah, like, if you haven't oh. seen the show, Nate, if you haven't seen no, the show, I've Nate, seen... Yeah. basically there's this character called A-Train. All these superheroes are assholes. They're terrible people. And there's this one character called A-Train who's a junkie for a thing that increases the power of your your, your power. 
So at the beginning of the, se- the, the the first episode, this guy's talking to his girlfriend on the street, and this junkie comes gunning through flash speed and runs through the guy's girlfriend and just shatters her. And then he like, stops, and he's like, oh, God, oh, God. And, like, in slow-mo, the guy looks down, and he's holding both her hands, and he's like, uh, uh. And then the junkie's like, uh, I gotta go, and he just fucking rockets off. <laughs> and then the dude ends up in, like, a self-help group about it. Then he ends up, they end up convincing A-Train to apologize to him publicly as a so forgiveness like, to oh, forgive him for what it. he's done. <laughs> It was oh it, it just terrible in every thing, way, but amazing at the same thing, time. Like, that, like, well, aside from Flash, like, slows down time, but things like that would happen if someone actually had that kind of power. Yeah, you accidentally yeah, like, run through somebody. Like Superman trying to catch somebody falling. You got to really compensate for the, the the fall. Yeah, you have to slow down. You have to actually match their speed and velocity. Like if Spider Man tried uh, ca- catching somebody with his web, oh, that would be the over. arms would rip off. You know. Yeah, you know, a perfect example that. of that too is that second is that. Amazing Spider-Man movie, the second one, where he he goes to catch Gwen Stacy and, and he her catches her just in time, but her head still hits the ground because she's an inch up. So the backlash makes her head crack off the ground. Oh, I didn't th- I didn't think it cracked off the ground. It, yeah, I think it, it just be, broke I thought, her neck. I, it the would be way worse than that. Force it it might have been breaking her neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. either way, that's the point. Like that sequence. Superheroes are superheroes, but they're not. They're human. That's what's great about the boys. They're fucking human, and they screw up. They screw up a lot. No, we live in a physical reality. Butcher. A lot of the physics do apply, which I wish they would just try to apply that to something. And, and quick on the side note about the boys. Window. When that dude starts talking to his freaking gills. Oh, oh my God. He, like, he starts losing his mind, and the fish man starts hearing things talking to him, and it's his goddamn gills on his chest trying to tell him to just accept how he looks and move on and be the better person. It's like, he's like, look, it's Pat Oswalt, too. So Pat Oswalt's like, look at me. Don't be ashamed of me. And he's looking down at his gills, and he's like, oh, he's crying his eyes out, and he's having, like, therapy with his freaking gills. What show is this? That, the, the boys. I don't remember that part. Yeah, you have not. How far did you go? I don't remember. They send him. They send him out to the boonies to like, re, Ohio to recreate and become a better person again, like in punishment for being a sexual predator. And he gets out there, and you start to realize that he has all these problems because he hates the way he looks. When he takes his shirt off, he looks like a fish with gills, and he starts having these like hallucinations where the gills are like, "Hey, man." Why don't you go look in the mirror? And he's like, no, I don't want to. And the gills are like, look at me. I'm part of you, damn it. And they're yelling at him. Yeah, I have <laughs> not seen that. But it's think... literally the funniest scene in the whole freaking show, dude. I, I'm, I'm at that part where they they just killed the guy that they were holding captive in that, that restaurant or whatever. Okay, you have it. Sorry, my bad. You're going to see <laughs> that part's great, too. Yeah, because he blows him up. They, stick, they yeah. stick a little thing up this guy that can go invisible's ass to yeah. like, keep track right. of him. Yeah. And he's invisible, and they hit the button, and then all you see is guts just fly everywhere. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dude, the show is so good, Nate. I guarantee you would enjoy it. Yeah, a lot of people die, Nate. That's like your thing. (laughs) People good. Good. Well, it's superheroes that are not superheroes. So, actually, speaker show where lots of people die. Um, everybody needs to check out uh, Alice in Borderlands. It is easily one of the best shows and adaptations from a manga to a TV show that has been done. Um, the acting is absolutely great. The dialogue is great. Um, and 
it's absolutely awesome trying to find like the correlations between Alice in Wonderland, obviously. <laughs> because really. there is. Well, no, there is. Like, I don't Alice like. No, I'm saying I don't like Alice in Wonderland, so like I, I wouldn't know, care like, about the, finding the correlation. <laughs> like the main character. Well, it's Alice. The main character is Arisu. That's his name, which is obviously Alice. His uh, main. His he's a guy. His name is Alice. No, his name's Arisu. Um and like yeah, I'm good. Well, no, it's like, it's <laughs> like, super, really like and like obviously the rabbit. There's this girl he meets who's like this crazy climber, and she represents like the rabbit. And her name is a Japanese name, but in Japanese the name means rabbit. So there's a lot of correlations. Um, to that but it ended like the first season was absolutely awesome, and supposedly that's like they they covered like half the manga so far with one season. So. The, th the thing with me is I try to avoid new shows nowadays because all the shows I really like are getting killed for yeah. stupid reasons. Like, they butchered Enter the Badlands, which was one of the best TV shows, period. Um, There's still no confirmation that Warriors being picked up for a third season, even though HBO has the rights to the show now. Like, I just avoid TV shows now because I'm well, losing the ones I really like. Well, Warrior was funny. So, on Netflix, right? After watching... Alice in Borderland, right? All of a sudden, like, I got recommended the other show. It's like future something.com. The, this, like, show is called. And it's it's a Japanese sci fi show that's BPL buy things from the future and then bad things happen to them. Um, and then I, I watched one episode of that. And then all of a sudden, I get a new category on Netflix where it shows it's just all Japanese sci fi. And I've like scrolling through reading. I'm like, wow, a lot of this actually looks really good. Why was this recommended to me before? What the hell is this? Because they thought, you were, they thought you were a stupid guy, Gene. There's a lot of good stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that looks interesting. Too. Well, that looks interesting. That looks good. There's a lot of good sci-fi from Japan. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll have to check out some of the shows. Tell you what won't be good sci-fi, that Gundam Netflix TV series or movie that's going to <laughs> well, be that's, terrible. That's a Western thing. That's not... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even understand how you could do a, a Gundam and like a... a Gundam uh, movie and not go, maybe it would be a good idea if we made a Gundam series instead. Well, think about, like, this is what makes me think of. Think, imagine the movie Endless Waltz without the context of the series of Gundam Wing. Yeah. It wouldn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> there was all that buildup from the series of Gundam Wing. It's just, it's, I don't understand why they don't have the nerve to do a TV series. And it, it makes me think that I don't, I don't want to trust them because obviously they don't respect the, um, the, what do you call it? The, the material. Cause no. if they did, they would, they would be like, all right, we can't do a basic TV movie. We need to do a TV series. Yeah. A movie's not enough. We need the, at least 10 hours. They need at least 10 hours. Yeah. At least like it just, it's, it says to me a lack of respect for the, the content. Yeah. Like, well, we know this isn't going to be very popular, so who cares? No, they're going to pull a Transformers and have a bunch of flashy shit and expect you to like it. Pretty much. Yeah, it's all, it's all it's going to do. It's going to be shit. But. Shit from the anus. Yeah, yeah. Of society.
All right, let's get into this first one. So here's everything Apple has just announced in their new iPad Pros, colorful iMac, AirTags, and more. So we got... Whoop-de-doo, Apple's so doing something The colors there. are back. Hooray. It's the 90s again. <laughs> I don't mind them. I don't mind the colors. I just... They're, they're not the, the size that I'm looking for. If I were to get a new one. Eventually, I'll fix my Mac. It's just I need a new graphics card, and it's not the easiest thing to find because it's oh, not yeah, like it's yeah. not a graphics. Yeah, like a, the 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 win made for that particular computer. Um, yeah. So it's using a lot. Everything's using this M1 chip. Well, yeah, it's yeah. so it's going to the iPad, the iPad Pro there, uh, and now it's going to the 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 new iMacs. Which have a bunch of colors, which they did not give weird names to, like Boca Blue. You know, <laughs> it's just blue, <laughs> green, purple, red. Um, they finally updated the damn front-facing camera on these things, because like I think my phone has like a a high megapixel or whatever front-facing camera, so they've always just been HD. You know, it's yeah. Well, nothing. I think well. Uh, for the one thing though, with cameras though, I think, like obviously, this pandemic's horrible. But the one thing it revolutionized is webcam technology. Yeah, yeah, has <laughs> evolved because the of only this. problem is I I freaking hate the zoom green screen thing. Oh, not even just zoom. Terrible. The the artificial green screen just looks freaking awful, and it's oh, it's so bad. I hate it. They, you and know, they do so it on many- TikTok all the time too. Well, they do it on live TV shows all the time. I'm like, I know that's a green screen. It looks Why are you bad. watching TikTok? Because it's well, funny. All the discussion. But, no, <laughs> no. Good stuff no. On TikTok. There's nothing good about TikTok. I, I sent you videos you from TikTok all I the time. Recanting. <laughs> I am recanting my statement of inviting you to play D&D. <laughs> You're not welcome anywhere near the people who are cool enough not to watch TikTok. Well, wait, you can yeah, make but are, are people that play D&D cool enough? D and D is amazing. TikTok's <laughs> full of retarded people. Anyway, um, so basically, the, the there is I- no anyway. <laughs> the new iMac is like a like a twenty four inch iPad that's not touchscreen now, because <laughs> it's very okay. thin. It's very thin. Yeah, it's like super super thin. Um, and its entry level model is what twelve hundred. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't have. It only has like two of the USB ports or something like that. Oh. And or or four, but none of them are Thunderbolt. I'm not quite sure. And uh, it the power cable doesn't have uh, so the the power supply. It's got its own power supply now. It's not in the computer. Yeah. And uh, it has uh, the power supply itself has an Ethernet plug on it, to, so you can add internet to that way for hardline. Okay. But uh, the the base model does not have that. Yeah. The the one of my biggest issues is the, the the drive size they're just too small that's it's, that's the same thing with the, the 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 macbooks 256 gig like you could go higher but you can't install your own like you could go and get a like a, a big uh like portable hard drive or something but i don't want to have to it's okay with the the, the imac but with a freaking uh like a portable with a note uh notebook i don't want to freaking drag around a hard drive well, that's but that's the thing though. That's as much as you don't want to. Um, that's actually the norm nowadays. A lot of people do keep like a portable, like four terabyte, like USB drive in their bag with their laptop. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. It's just 
for the price you're paying, 256, 256 gigabyte, that's nothing. You end up with like 190 after that. That's that's literally nothing. Like seriously. No, I know. That's, no, that's I know. Kind of, uh -huh. But uh, I want to see what the when they come out with like a 27 or 32 inch model is. Mm. But uh, I'm not buying one anytime soon. I'm 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 probably gonna just buy a a MacBook because I want to start recording music again. Yep. And the way I have to do it, it I'll, I'll need like a laptop. Okay. Um, they're also coming out with uh an updated Apple TV. Yep. Which this doesn't matter with the 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 drive space because I don't you don't download too much on it like apps and some games I guess but. Or maybe if you buy movies, it'll store the movies on there mm. for offline play. I guess they updated the remote because I guess the the mouse pad type thing on the remote sucked. But well, they have I never the, used it. I don't know. Yeah, they have the uh, Apple TV for one seventy nine. Uh, it's the Apple TV four K. For one. Yeah. Okay. So once. Okay. So this is this is my gripe because. With this 179. Now, there is the I hear what the heck the newest Roku is called. Um, but Roku the 4K. newest Roku, <laughs> yeah, the newest Roku, it's only like 80 bucks. Okay. Yeah. And it's 4K and it runs really well. Um, Roku is probably one of the top lines. Then there's also like I have two Amazon Fire Stick 4Ks in our house, okay. With they're both 4K and they were like 50 bucks a piece or something. Mm -hmm. Um, why would I pay 180? For signing up with Verizon, I have this Streambox thing that's got Chromecast built in for free. Exactly. So <laughs> why would you, like that's the thing? Like uh, that's the same thing with like the last Apple TV. It was way overpriced, and only a few people buy. Why would you overprice it that much? What yeah. to just sell it to your few people that and are going to pay a thousand dollars for your monitor stand? Yeah, the Apple TV <laughs> used to only be a hundred bucks. Even a hundred bucks is overpriced with the way the market is right now. Well, yeah, but Apple in general is overpriced. If it was called Linux TV, he wouldn't care. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Linux TV would probably. If it was Linux bucks. TV, it'd be like made with a Raspberry Pi and twenty five dollars or something. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. Like you get like the Such Fire tool, Stick, dude. the Fire Stick like 4K does absolutely a great job. Even with 4K, it does a great job. Um, and you can hack it, right? Oh yeah, you can add you can add up to it too, which is great. Um. And obviously there's Plex. It runs Plex in 4K. Like I have Star Wars 4K on there and stuff. Um, it runs great. So another so, thing they're coming out with is uh, AirTags, which is basically just you lose something, it'll tell you where it is type of thing. Yep. But it might it might track other things too, like walking and stuff. I'm not quite sure. But it's precision Ooh, finding. Walking, how special. It can walk. So like if you lose your keys, you can have it find it on your, on your phone or your watch. And it'll make a bing sound. Yeah, uh, I don't know too much about them, but no. Okay, so the only thing about this, okay, so great idea. I think this is super useful. Put it on things that you lose, like your keys, for one. Okay, if you don't know where you put your keys down, mm -hmm. but there's tons of devices like this on the market already yeah. that have their own apps mm -hmm. that are like a third of the price. See what people like with this specific thing is you don't have to download another app like apple phone people 
like not <laughs> having to download a whole bunch of different apps to do different things. Like even with me, like like using the uh, you know the Google Home, yeah. Like most of the things that I have for my Google Home are Genie. They there's a company called Genie Mercury, like the light bulbs that we use. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. The ones that were on um, yeah the one they sell at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. So most most of them, I, uh, everything I use is uses that because I don't want to have to download all these third party apps on my phone to run this stuff when I just run it through Google most of the time. Well, well I do now. Of, I have no choice. Well, but well, a lot of times you just have to download those apps, set them up like with if you have Alexa, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can have to set them up, and then the Echo does everything else. Yeah, I might be able to do that. I haven't tried, but there's certain other features like I can't do like the the I can do some of the color change stuff, but with with the uh, like the monster lights, I can't control any of that. I can just yeah. choose a sta- a standard color, but uh, it just it depends. But like I can run my heater with it with now, which is cool. Yeah. But that's a different app. But uh, but it all runs through Google now, so. I like it. It's cool. I'm 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 working on it. Some eventually I'll buy one of the uh, the doorbells because I oh, have yeah. a doorbell here, so I get the camera thing. And uh, for like, I think it was like five dollars a year. It might have been twenty dollars a year. You get cloud storage f- for that camera system, so I could like literally not have to use my own memory cards or data or anything. So just save uh, it online if somebody you know for the security thing. But yeah, I know a lot of these came out a long time ago, these tags, not for Apple, but like for other things. That's what I mean. They've been around for a while. These are just Apple's version of them for a hundred dollars. It's called tile, right? I think it was called tile. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that, because it's a little square thing. Yeah, tile tracker. That's funny. Yeah, and I think it's neat, and obviously Apple, people are part of the Apple, Apple people because we're going to pay this money for this um, and whatnot. Dude, but. Apple people would pay thousands to have their phone piss in their face. But these That's are, how loyal they are to everything Apple does. These are Bluetooth trackers. I'm not quite sure what the uh, the Apple trackers are called. I mean, what they what run they run off of. They use the Find My, like, Find My Phone feature, but... They're around the same, like they're twenty nine dollars for one, and ninety nine for four, which mm. I'm that sounds about that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, it's not terrible, but I know they're cheaper out there. But uh, that's right. so they have a purple iPhone now, with this light purple. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they're launching a podcast subscription service. Why? Yeah, I don't see how that would be successful. Yeah, I don't know. Apple says that credit scores are unfair. Expands Apple Card to kids over 13 years old. Ah! Yeah. My, my my credit score <laughs> dropped 15 points because I, I, I bought my washer and dryer. I was so pissed. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> credit scores are unfair. Go up because you spent money. When people when people pretend that, that that they're trying to be helpful, but in reality they're doing it so they can rip more people off. Well, no, the, the the credit system is a complete farce anyway. It's oh, absolutely- it. Yeah, but the, the goal for them is not to improve people's ability to get credit. It's to improve the amount of money they can scam from people through credit. Well, yeah, it's about, yeah. going. They in. don't care at all about the credit system. No. Um, well, I forget what year did they... And have- also, the credit system's fine for people who pay their fucking bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's just, it I, just I, sucks I, for I, people who overspend and don't pay for their bills. I had like everything paid off, and then I had to get a dryer, so I ended up putting and bringing my credit to debt ratio up, and it was like, hey, you don't like that, but. Yeah, that but if you away. if you pay that back, you're good. Yeah. It's the people that like, oh man, I I just I have bad credit. Why? Well, I, I owe some shit, dude. I I see you spending like fifty bucks every weekend for beer and alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's why you owe money, prick, because <laughs> you can't save money because you're too stupid to save your money. Yeah. The only reason why I have hospital bills is because I'll be damned if I'm paying it full out all at once. Yeah. Um, I'm paying them 20 bucks a month so they can kiss it until I die. Because mm-hmm. they're charging me 800 bucks for a goddamn echo scan. Yeah. And our current, <laughs> actually, in our current credit system, the reason why it, it seems like it's gotten worse because it has, because the, they changed it was in 1989, we have the FICO score, uh, which is terrible. <laughs> so. I don't know who this jackass FICO is, but I don't like him. <laughs> well, no, it makes it basically what the FICO score, just to be just for short, uh, for people that are down on their luck that actually, you know I mean, do actually need like a, what do you call it, a better credit score to get like, for instance, like you go to buy a car, you can get a better rate if you have a better credit score. Um, and if you have a worse credit score, you get a worse rate and you have to pay more money. It's kind of backwards. These people that don't have the money need the better rate they don't have the money that's the idea but we don't have balance around here apparently we don't understand well i mean i i want to feel bad but at the same time a good chunk of people i know who don't have the money don't have the money because they're not smart with their money no but yeah of course but i'm saying like obviously whether how someone got into that situation is a whole other conversation but i'm saying it's not logical you're giving somebody a loan cheaper that has the money when you the person that doesn't have the money needs a loan cheaper Probably because they're more reliable. You expect them to pay it back. No, you don't expect you're, you're, these other people yeah, to pay it back. Just basic math will tell you there's a higher percentage of them paying it back if you make it cheaper for them. And but, it but also that, depends on what you're getting to. Yeah, like, but you're right. You're right to a degree. But at the same time, basic math will also point out to you that a lot of these idiots won't even if you make it cheaper to them. Because they just won't do it. People are bad with money. It's something that should be no, taught in I'm school. Saying, yeah, because people are terrible anything, at it. Yeah, but I'm saying, if anything, don't give it to them cheap. Like, give it to them for the same price you're going to give it to the other person. Like, you're lowering your chance of them paying you back at all if you raise the price. Not so really, because the law steps the, in. At no, least because the law the steps in and handles that. Well, no, the law steps in. The law steps in and goes, "No, bitch, you're going to pay that back." Well, yeah, that's what the law does. Well, eventually they do, yeah. But I'm saying at least you're like upping your chances of it getting paid back to you if you give them a better, like a better deal. You know what I mean? You're upping your chances at least. That's just logic. But I, I get what you're saying. I just think that these companies also are at the point where they're like, it really, we're not upping our chances at all because these people are too busy spending their money on Frappacopacinos every day or something and not paying us back anyway. Sounds like a song. Dude, there's a lady at work that there's a lady at work that drinks four coffees every day. All right, mm-hmm. she always comes in with four coffees, two Dunkin' Donuts sandwiches. She's like, hey, I spend about fifteen bucks a day at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm so broke. Okay, and you're gonna complain that you're poor because you buy four coffees a day and two sandwiches every day. You're <laughs> broke because you're dumb. Make those sandwiches at home. Fine about the coffee. They're not coffee's not too expensive. But make those freaking sandwiches at home, and now you're spending four bucks a day instead of fifteen. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, stop complaining. You're broke when you're 
You barely make enough to, ha- to afford your house and you go out and buy the nice car instead of a middle grade car. And you're paying an extra hundred bucks a, a month on that card because you bought the nice one. Hell Your yeah. fault. When, when, I used to get a foot long grinder at lunch in the in the past, and then I'm like, you know what? I don't need all this food because you know I don't want to get too fat. <laughs> and then I was like, then I cut it to six inches, and it, it also cut cut my bills in half. You know, I didn't. You know, it yeah. Look, I'm, I I understand that some people struggle for money. It just bothers me. The people that bother me are the ones that that really don't struggle for money if they were at all smart with their money. Mm-hmm. That's what pisses me off. The ones that are like, I just don't make enough. No, you do, but you, you don't know spend how to manage, it so you don't frivolously. Know yeah. yeah, you spend it yeah. so frivolously that you literally put yourself into debt and then you get pissed that you're not getting extra money. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole other Whole other conversation. Anyway, move on to Polaroid. So Polaroid reveals <laughs> its smallest ever analog instant camera. This thing is super tiny. This is the stupidest thing. <laughs> like it, it is so I thought it was I thought it was a joke or like some kind of like dollhouse toy or something. It's literally four by four point one by three point three by two point four inches. It's like Yeah super small <laughs> like this the size of this led remote you know yeah it's 120 dollars. yeah i think it's going out starting for 99 though yeah the pre you can get it for pre-order but it's going to be 120 though <laughs> um holy shit a shutter speed of 1 125 32nd with apertures of f12 you need a lot of light <laughs> yeah <laughs> holy yeah. hell you need a lot of light. f12 and f52 yeah. Along with a 34 millimeter. Well, that's a flash light. too, so I mean. The, the, can you look in that eyepiece? Uh, it shows a guy, well not on this on the Polaroid website it actually shows a guy actually looking through the eyepiece. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can. That's uh <laughs> I say that's it might be an inch. <laughs> it would be normal size. I don't know. It looks a lot smaller. I so mean, the, the, the Polaroid <laughs> the Polaroid site actually shows. Yeah, it actually shows a lot more images of people holding them, using them, and stuff like that. Um, they're actually not much uh, more. I would say they're not much more smaller than the was the Pixie Pixie cameras. What are they called? Those other ones that were made. They're actually not much different from them, really. Um, what the, I would say the, the the Fuji films. Is it Fuji that makes those? The, in, the, the Instax, Instax, whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh no, those are big. Yeah, yeah. Ta- Ta- well, no, has no. One of those. No, but I'm saying I'm looking at the pictures on the Polaroid website of this thing. It actually isn't much uh, smaller than those. It's only like slightly oh, smaller. Okay, I, I I see it now. Let me bring this to the. Yeah, room. it's only slightly smaller than those. Okay, yeah, they make it sound like like. When you look at the images, like it's literally like a toy size, like really, um, really small. But, but the, the, the thing pictures is what, are small too. What people are gonna do? The people are gonna buy this because of nostalgia, because it looks like an old Polaroid camera. And the only thing that makes that look like an old Polaroid camera is those three colors, or the well, the rainbow there. Well, the shape too, but I don't know. Mine, mine, had, you know, closed and opened. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have the base, the basic shapes here. If 
a Polaroid camera was an icon, this is what it would look like. <laughs> so. And then they have the Polaroid now, which is looks like a normal size. That's one hundred forty dollars. That's yeah, it's one hundred forty. Yeah. But yeah, so this must be their idea for the, to replace that Instax thing because it, it it definitely looks a lot bigger than the measurements sounds it made it sound. Wow, they still make holy crap. What? Oh, they have a Mandalorian edition Polaroid. There you go, Nate. Yeah. They still, holy crap, I didn't know that. The SX70, which is like a, exactly like, it's like a classic Polaroid. It looks like a classic Polaroid completely. And it folds out and everything. Holy shit. I didn't realize that, that they made those still. Damn. Oh, well, wow. They make, oh, yeah. ver- they make a new version of them. Damn. That's funny. Oh, geez. Didn't they make a movie? Like It was supposed to be a horror movie based on this, on one of these old Polaroids. Uh, oh, I think there was, yeah. That's funny, yeah. Four hundred and seventy-nine dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not cheap, yeah. Oh my gosh, it better take some nice Polaroids. I don't know how good you can get with a Polaroid. It's yeah, more like can, a nostalgia photo. Yeah, you can get such better photos if you actually develop. Like, well, those cameras are way more expensive. If you get like, um, like some of the really nice like Fuji and uh, what's the other brand? There's a Japanese company. There's another Japanese company. Not Fuji. Another company. That makes like authentic like um cameras that use like older style film. They're like in the like ten grand like range of cameras. The the funny thing is camera. the person who invented uh Polaroids was named Edward Land. And he uh I don't know if he was a prof uh, a teacher or a student at my high school. Oh no shit. In in Norwich, yeah. I think he was a professor. I'm not quite sure. And there was a period. I remember we used to when Our I was library's a kid, to, named after him. <laughs> oh jeez, I remember when I was a kid. We used to have actually a, a Kodak instant camera, um, and I remember we just sat around. I remember my parents using it when I was a kid, and then I just sat around like and eventually ended up in the attic or something, um, because obviously because Kodak did not get the rights to copy Polaroid and they got sued and discontinued. Oh jeez, yeah. But I remember that camera that I was a kid though. It's funny. They tried to copy Polaroid. Oh, well. All right, let's get into this next thing. So this next thing is actually something uh, we use at my work, but it doesn't, not for what this is. So uh, Amazon rolls out the Palm payment uh, to Whole Foods, which is really cool. Um, I really hope this becomes a thing like everywhere. Um, So Amazon team expanded its number of stores offering Palm payments, which is also or what do you call it? Build at a convenient of a safe way to basically check out during the pandemic. But it's also easy. The Palm payment system is called Amazon One. It initially rolled out in September 2020. Uh, then in February, Amazon One introduced at Amazon Go, Go Groceries, Amazon Books, Amazon Four Star Stores. Um, now Whole Foods stores are getting the payment system. Uh, the benefit of Amazon One during a pandemic, obviously you don't have to touch it. Um, and basically that's what it comes down to. It's a lot simpler too. Um, but people also use like a lot of the pay services and you can just swipe your phone like over like things, but this scans your palm, um, to identify you. Um, and this technology actually works really well to identify people. I don't know if people realize this, um, because everybody's palm is very, very distinct from other people's, like the markers on your palm are very, very distinct compared to another person's. 
Um, Amy, Amy's school where she works uh, uses some kind of hand uh, sensing thing. Yeah, like well, a, I don't a think palm reader, or hand reader, or something like that. Yeah, at our work, I don't think you have access to the room that actually uses this. You to actually get things. use one of these things. Yeah, we have one. Where? Huh? What are the uh, lockbox rooms or something? Yeah, has these. Okay, um, and it scans your palm to get. Huh. You know what I mean? Wow. So we have one. Actually, they were fixing it this morning because <laughs> it broke. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. Um. But yeah, it recognizes you through your palm, mm -hmm. and it works really well. It scans. It's just like think, boom. Wow. Yeah, never um, heard. Didn't even know. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah. It, so this system, this is actually technology that's existed for a little while, and it works really well. Um. I really hope most cash registers go to this form, and allows you like I'm hoping like like banks and stuff start allowing like you know I mean you can just scan your palm like to make payments. For anything and just ties to your bank account that would be great i like the uh the thing where on the card if you have like the little wi-fi signal on your on your card you could just tap it which oh i've had, seen they, yeah they've had that for years but now it's i guess coming back yeah it's yeah it's it's yeah, kind of it's kind of like how the remember you you when you were at like a gas station you get the little clip on your keychain and you just tap it yeah it's that that it's basically that yeah it's yeah it's pretty much that um and like obviously the idea of like transaction with money is becoming better. Like like I know people carry cash around and I hope some people use checks, but it's these two sure. things are so it just seems it's very archaic. It just seems outdated. Mm -hmm. Um like I don't like we like all these things are done by ones and zeros. Like the people that do checks really make me like look twice because wait, and there's because all checks do, I'm sure, I don't know if a lot of people know this, maybe some old people don't know this. All a check does is does the exact same thing your debit card does nowadays. Because, yeah, like, because a cash, like a check system, all it does is because nowadays it just reads the barcode. Well, it reads your account number on the check. That's all it does. And it takes the funds just like your debit card works. That's all it does. You can't go and, like, because I know there's, we've had plenty of people that have tried to do that, tried to bounce checks. Oh, I must have. I thought I had the funds on my account. No, you tried to bounce a check and it doesn't work that way anymore. You can't just go give a check and without the funds in you because all it does is it, it reads from your bank account and takes the money, just like your debit card. Just swipe your debit card. It's the same thing. But people are just, I don't know, stuck in their old ways or something. They like their their money. They They like to hold on to their cash. Yeah, I would much. I use cash at all times. I hate no, using why? my card. I hate using my card. No, 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 no. Obviously, you hate, but that's that's fine and dandy. I'm, I'm that's why it. I hate using my card. That's my reason. <laughs> okay, you can hate a lot of things, but there's always a motive behind it. Yeah, I dislike using my card. I don't okay. feel like explaining myself to you, whiny <laughs> brats. That everything's going to be new. Everything's going to be new. Well, I don't like, care, Nate. Like I like using instance, my, like, I like using cash. Oh, like I had a deal with that in my work, like pointing out, okay, listen, like it was like a few hours we couldn't get cash or something. I can't remember what it was, but I had a number of customers like, they're just like, Ooh, well, I was like, there's no cash. You can only use your card. There's no cash back either. Well, what up? Because. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my, here's the other side. Why can't I use cash? Because there was no cash. There's Why no, can't I use no cash? coins? There was a coin shortage. Remember? Well, then. That's your problem. 
that not was, mine. That wasn't our. That was uh, uh, the the country's problem. Still, well, your no, story. Saying, no, but like uh, things are run completely digital. Like things break down. Like, for us to get cash, like there can't be cash to the register. Oh, there's a whole thing me- mechanism that. And then yeah, even, periods... even if we had no powers on you, still can't pay with cash. Yeah. So we'd have it's the other way. You still no, but we've had plenty of periods like you can't. You have to pay with a card only and no cash back. Yeah, um, that, and that was because we had a coin shortage. Not the the, the company, the the the, the, the whole, all of the, the oh yeah, no, no, I know all of the U.S. had saying, no like, coins. Yeah, somehow. But I'm just saying, like for me, it just seems so inconvenient to actually use cash. If I would use cash myself, it just seems out of the way. It's super out of the way. It's like. Why am I doing that? Like, I don't like I even carry like a like I've for years now I've carried like a slim wallet. I don't carry cash on me. I just carry a couple cards in my life. Doesn't make you special. No, I'm saying like when I, when no I carry cash, I tend to spend it. I yeah, well, that too. Um, the only time I've ever really had cash on me is if I let somebody have money and then they'll pay me back in cash. Or we go to a convention. Know. Well, yeah, or a convention. I might keep a little bit of money on me because there's sometimes there's vendors that don't. But um, the last few times we've been to conventions. There's been not one person that has not had a square reader. Yeah, yeah. Or a uh, intuit reader. I actually talked uh, to Chris the... today. Uh, Chris Corks. Yeah. Because ah. uh, their the Retro World Expo is supposed to happen November sixth. Yes. And uh, the their online ticket buying thing was charging zero dollars. Oh. So I let them know. I said, "Hey, I just want to let you know that it's not charging anybody any money." And then we talk. I'm like, well, hope, hope everything goes through so we can see you there. We hope to, you know, be pressed. So he's yeah. like, we'd love to see you for press again. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we'll yeah. put in for press passes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the booths actually are cheaper this year, if you look, too. Are they? Yeah. So, but the hotels are actually just as much, which I don't get. The hotels should be cheaper, but. Uh, one was $89, which didn't seem too bad. It, yeah, but it was like. It's only five dollars. It was like ninety when we paid. When it wasn't much different. I don't remember. Um, yeah, but the yeah, Marriott. Yeah. I want like I want to be at the Marriott, but like that's like still like a hundred and like thirty dollars. I'm like, come on now. That's ridiculous. And I, I don't know if I feel safe about our B and B thing, which I loved, which was great. But <laughs> well, no, I I don't know. I'm perfectly fine with the B and B thing still. Yeah. Um, like that's what we'll be. I'll be doing in like about a week. I'm going to New Hampshire. We'll be at. A oh, B&B. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to look at your schedule. Did you get that fixed? Yeah. Because apparently you're working 2 to 12, 2 to 11 when you're in New Hampshire. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be doing 2 to 12, 2 to 11s? No. Okay, so I don't know what that was about. Anywho. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to this. So we have two things here. So the Mortal Kombat, this is not a trailer. It was like, well, it was it was put out as a trailer for the movie. But it's not really a trailer. It's the uh, scene uh, where I guess Scorpion first intercounts, like you mean first intercepts, like has a conflict with Sub Zero. Um, and it was really cool. And obviously, everybody knows the Asian actor that plays uh, Scorpion. Um, absolutely great scene. Like this, like if this is the quality of Mortal Kombat movie, it's going to be a good movie. Um, and it comes out this Friday. Um, the fight scenes were amazing. The acting was great. Um, who else watched this like small, like I guess you could say snippet of the movie. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> oh, you're watching it right now. Yeah. Um, well, I put it in for every, what about, uh, Grim? What did you think? 
what what are you talking about? The small bit of the Mortal oh, I didn't Kombat watch movie. that shit. Huh? <laughs> you about Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I didn't watch that shit. No, it's really good. Like, I don't care, dude. I'm not a fan of Mortal Kombat. No, but like, okay. Yeah, but if if I didn't tell you that was Mortal Kombat, you'd be like, "Well, what movie is this?" No, I wouldn't, because I know what Sub Zero and Scorpion look like. They don't, though. They don't look like that. As soon as I saw the frost, I know it's Mortal Kombat. Okay, yeah, but if they didn't, if I didn't say it was a Mortal Kombat, I was saying, "Oh, it's a new like martial art movie coming from." I don't like Mortal Kombat. Can you just accept that? No, I'm saying though, if I told you that, you'd be like, "Oh," and like they have powers. Yeah, and then as soon as I found out it was Mortal Kombat, I'd be like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> I don't like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't like anything about Mortal Kombat except for fucking smoke or Noob Cybot because his name is Nude Noob Cybot. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't like Mortal Kombat. Um, I didn't watch the trailer. Sure, the actions of sequence are probably going to be good, but. Um, I don't get excited for new movies anymore, man, because there's so much woke crap in new movies nowadays that I just get bored with it. Well, so I don't, whatever. Small comment. Well, I, I didn't realize the guy playing Scorpion is uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sindara, I think his name is. Um, he's done like a bunch of things. He did um, like the 12. Let me know when they make a real Street Fighter. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was in Westworld. Um, He's obviously he's in, the, uh, he's in actually the uh, movie that's going to be on Netflix, I think, Army of the Dead. Uh, he was in The Last Ship. He was not see. excited for that. It's got Batista in it. He was in uh, 47 Ronins. He was in Lost. He was in Holy Crap. He's just been so I, many Yeah, things. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Uh, he's been in so many things, and he's such a great actor, and he's uh, like a martial arts expert. Like, this guy's like. And he did such a great job playing like Scorpion in the scene. Like, and the guy, like, playing Sub Zero, like, was really, like, grim, I guess you could say. It was like. Like with like, despite like a pun, he was very cold. Like just without like even like thinking about it, kills this guy's like wife and ch- like children. Like holy crap! Oh, you mean you're shocked that a Mortal Kombat character is cold and kills people without? Their well, thinking? no, just like the coldness of this character. Like it's Mortal Kombat. Um, and I like the fact that they did the like play on like these two warring clans. Um, and obviously, like Sub Zero's, like that clan's technically supposed to be from China, and Sub Zero's clan's from, I mean, Scorpion's clan's from Japan. And I love the fact they point in this little small snippet, they actually can't understand each other, which is great. Um, because they actually took the time to actually make it so, oh, they can just straight up talk to each other. No, it wouldn't be like that. That diet, like, I mean, they're not going to just be able to if they're warring clans from different countries. Um, I think they did an absolutely great job with this like small little snippet. And the movie actually might be actually quite good, actually, if this is the quality of the whole movie. I think it's gonna be fairly decent. Um, so Bazinga, what do you think? Well, it looks pretty nuts right now. <laughs> looks pretty it, nuts, right? Yeah, he like Sub Zero's hand got all bloody just by forming ice in his hand. Well, yeah, because you gotta think. Um, it's ice crystals coming out of your skin. It's going to pierce your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you are going to have to injure yourself to actually use that ability. So they actually added a little bit more, like, of actual physics to the actual, like, like the circumstances that would actually, how it would work. 
It's funny because you always think that Sub Zero was the good guy. And um, in that Sub-Zero, one game, he was. In, yeah, and Scorpion was like always the bad guy, but it's like this is making it seem like it's the other way around. Well, we don't know completely because these are warring clans. We don't know what Scorpion's tribe might have done to Sub Zero's tribe. That's brutal. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what, um, or what way around. We don't know the whole story, obviously. No. Um, there was obviously a reason. (laughs) There was obviously a reason why Sub Zero was there, like demanding where the heck is this guy, Mm -hmm. and killing everybody in the village. So, but I think it looks like really good. And well, I have HBO Max, so. Like and the fact that they got an actual guy, they didn't have like a Japanese guy playing a Chinese person. Like it was like they actually got the guy actually looks like he's like uh, Cantonese, not Japanese. So which is they Ooh. actually took their time and got actors that actually look like where they're from. Like they took the time to actually, I mean, not make assumptions. Like mm-hmm. which is really really cool. Like, they actually, if this is the quality of the movie, these guys actually did their research, unlike the other Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah. Hmm. Ha-ha. What are you ha-ha on about? Uh, he threw the, his, the spike through the guy's forehead. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the fight scene's actually really well done. And this was only like a snippet, so it's to get you enticed to watch it, obviously. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, and obviously this other article we have here. So Ernie Hudson was one of the original Ghostbusters. Uh, he was at the original screening, and he says he has nothing but praise for uh, Jason Rittman's long-awaited sequel. Uh, the original Ghostbusters, obviously, are on Friday yeah, yeah, going on. Um, the beloved actor shared an image of himself alongside uh, director Jason Rittman and described the new adventure as so good before adding that it left him speechless. Um, and he said, he obviously said on Twitter, he said, yeah, the smile, what do you call it? The smile in the picture is genuine. Um, it's so good that I was speechless. So, I mean, I can't like, it's weird because this movie was supposed to be out back in what, July, I think it was, or June. Some, yeah. Uh, um, something like that. They keep pushing it. They kept pushing it back because they they wanted to. Be they want to do a theater yeah. release, and obviously they're doing it in November now, mm-hmm. um, close to Halloween, and the chances of theaters actually being open. And actually, our Regal opens up, I think, the second week of May or the first week of May. Oh. Um, reopens. Um, the Showcase Cinema has already reopened. Um, the other Showcase Cinema is permanently closed. <laughs> Permanent. They're gone. So obviously all theaters didn't survive. That's just how that's obviously what happens. Yeah. Um, but the fact that like just Bill Murray, the fact like, like I was saying earlier, Bill Murray said like, it felt like making the first movie. And he um, also said that the comedy feels like it too. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, and yeah. And Bill Murray is like, I mean, he's obviously he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, there's not much I don't like that he hasn't done. Like it's like he's done so many good movies. So, he vacations around here. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. It was like a couple of years ago he was a Narragansett. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I have a lot of hope, and obviously a lot of the other actors have said the same thing. Like, they, the set felt like the original set. Like, it's this is going to be a really good movie. Um, and it's going to be the Ghostbusters. Like, it's going to be what we've wanted for, like, years for a Ghostbusters movie, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Cool. Yeah. And it's weird because I feel like I've been waiting for a while because even like Ghostbusters 2 was only okay. It wasn't actually great. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I want to see a sequel of uh, the girl Ghostbusters. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. And that, yeah, November 11th. Uh, not sure if I'll be in a theater, but we'll see though. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sure they're actually going to probably do a dual release. I think uh, everything's gonna have dual releases now. They'll just have to. You'll have to pay for it. Uh, yeah, like which how is they fine. Do it, how they do it with Disney right now. Yeah, but no, that's yeah, which is fine. Um, like obviously, obviously, Matrix is coming out on dual release. They've already said that. The same thing with um, heck, uh, Dune is coming out in dual release. Yeah, there's a handful of movies that are still coming out on HBO Max. Excuse me. Yep. And then next year they shut that shit down. <laughs> they made some deal with the movie theaters. Oh, they did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I am excited. I'm probably definitely going to watch this Mortal Kombat movie just from that little snippet. It looks like it's actually going to be really good. Um, and I can't wait to check out the Ghostbuster movie. Just feel like I've been waiting forever. Yeah. Um, for that because we're going to get like. Some really good actors, including the original actors, um, some up and coming actors from Stranger Things, all in one cast, written by the son of the originals. Like, oh, like holy crap! Like, this is like a rock star group of people to come together to make this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be awesome. So, this is the end of Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our banter about number of topics. We will be back next Wednesday at six o'clock. Twitch.tv slash get tech geeks. More gaming, tech, pop culture, all that fun stuff for your listening enjoyment. Remember, if you listen to us on Spotify, you can rate us if you want. I know a lot of you don't. I know a lot of people don't. I know I don't really, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. But if you have the time, you can rate us and we all appreciate it. So until next week. And maybe someday back in the studio. Yes, we'll be back in the studio. (laughs) For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, get tech to everyone. We'll see you next week.